I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is a show where two friends sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. My name's Jordan Ferguson. My name's Caitlin McKinnon. She's alive, y'all. I'm alive! I'm alive for episode 162. 162, back at it again. Live recording. No out-of-time episode this week. No. If you would like to go back and listen to all of our episodes, both in and out of time, you can do that at soundcloud.com slash geekdownpod. That's where the show lives. We hang out there. On the stoop, try not to move too much because it's it's borderline. We're barely getting, we're barely maintaining today, but the heat the heat is coming. Oh, oh, it's coming. The heat is yeah coming. Sometimes we just chill on the couch with the fan on us, watching old episodes of Star Trek. Oh, that well, or Good Place in Brooklyn Nine Nine, the, the Mike Schur reverse. Yeah, but that's what we're doing. Just throwing out episodes of the Geek Down podcast for you to enjoy. We understand. If you don't want to leave your couch because you have the fan blowing on you. And you don't have AC. We get it. Oh, we totally get it. Absolutely. Who the hell wants to go outside in this weather? Like, listen, okay, listen. Caitlin and I were having a wonderful uh, tour through Bumble earlier. Yes. It was interesting. <laughs> Caitlin has not had to, you know, concern herself with anything like this Mm-mm. in, like, got those seven years? What are we at? Six and a half. Six and a half. Caitlin just has dudes slide into her DMs and the next thing... <laughs> Next thing she knows. I'm married. <laughs> Woo. Well, your man's still out here going, what What are they on now? What are we on? Bumble? Is that what we're on now? All right. Bumble's nice. I don't have to talk to anybody. The ladies talk to me. Yeah. And here's what I've learned, ladies. You're just as fuckboy as fuckboys are. They really like to work out. Gym, desert, Marathon. Uh, some fancy place in the background. Full length mirror. Uh, patio. Patio. Don't forget the sunlit patio. Roger Center. Baseball game. Baseball game. Yeah. This could just, like, listen, if, if you're out there in these Tinder Bumble streets, let me know what it's like in your age demo. Yeah. A few ways you can do that. Primarily Twitter. Get above Twitter. At Geek Down Pod. But I mean, at Geek Down Pod for most things. Yeah. There is an Instagram. Um, you can just Google us. There's really. also there's also Facebook. Yeah, we're not gonna go into it. We're not. No. Okay, you were really trying to bring it back last time. Yeah, I'm, I'll did, let it did the sit. call and response? Did the did the yeah. did the Run DMC thing last time? Yeah. It was like you know what? It's too hot. <laughs> too too hot for that. Facebook doesn't have AC. Facebook does not have AC. <laughs> Facebook's AC has been broken since like 1997. Sometimes it rattles to life, and there's some hope, but <laughs> and it just shoots no. dust all over your face, and you're yeah. just disappointed. Yeah, it's just the hot air that's been sitting in the in the AC unit and it's dust blown out of your very face. Very musty. Oh God, yes. Yeah. But let us know through any of those methods, what it's like out on uh, your dating app life. Yeah. I say that like I actually have an interest in like meeting people. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. Like this was purely an experiment for Caitlin earlier. I was just, I made the call that if I went through five profiles, four of them would have gym photos on it. And they didn't, but... They didn't. But I believe him when he says most of them do <laughs> because they were all very the same. It was bizarre. And like I said to Kate at the time, really not a lot of future there. If a lady wants to spend time with me and I'm like, you seem cool, I'm here to tell you, dinner with you will never trump taking that money and putting it into the Japan fund. Which, as I said, he's, not. he's made his choice, right? I did make my choice. Yeah. Apparently it just means I have to be alone. 
That's fine. I'll own that. Unless until after Japan. <laughs> and then you can put Japan photos on yours. Oh my god, I'll have all these like global globe trotting photos. Oh my my bumble stock will just will just oh, shoot through sh- the roof. Oh my god, it'll be amazing. I still won't really care. I'll just want to go back to Japan and that will <laughs> the next trip will chump. It's be- it's better than any photos of mine in the last week of me just sitting <laughs> and recovering. And looking kind of sweaty. Listen, ladies, if I sound appealing to you, your Bumble photo is nothing but like wearing headphones and sitting. Yeah. Swipe right. <laughs> Here for it. Uh, we totally lost the plot, but if you did want to go back and get any of these episodes, you can do that at SoundCloud.com. If you want them brought to you, just hit subscribe on SoundCloud.com slash GeekdownPod. Episodes will be brought to your device. Magic. Free of charge. That's why it's magic. Atop a unicorn pegasus named Philip, your man's Chauncey Frostalicus Le Troisième, bringing those episodes directly to your device. I can't be good at French, no. I was going to say, your Japan's not very good. Your Japanese isn't very good. French has got to go. You've got to make room Uh, for the Japanese. Chauncey, San, San Nin Chauncey? That's right. Maybe. Um, Basically, it's Chauncey three people. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to get... Murdered. Do you want me to text Chauncey to ask about how to say it in Japanese? Because he ain't going to text me himself. He likes it better. He does. He does this all for you, friends, free of charge. There are some things you could do to show your gratitude. You could give us a rate or review That'd on be great. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast content. Or, or if you just like have so much extra money because you're sitting around with a fan on your junk and not actually doing anything. Yeah. Patreon.com slash GeekdownPod or... KO-FI.com slash GeekdownPod. Three bucks. Just throw us the money. That is it. Just right at us. <laughs> we'll take it. Right at our face. Right to, bam. Right in there. Yeah. Um, That's all the preamble. Like, listen, I, I was I started really hot out the gate, and yeah. then I just started getting warm, and it, hotter it really and hotter. just started. Like the air that is blowing on us is now hot air. It's not even that. No, I'm, I'm doing all right with the fact that, like, it is getting warmer, but yes, but it's still cooler than just the general. So if this is going to be a shorter episode, it's not. Don't blame we us. did. We didn't see each other last week, so we're just going to probably not. Yeah, just for like three hours. Sorry, pepper. Misha. <laughs> <laughs> just, just split it up, Misha. Just split it up into like one hour increments. Listen, how long's your commute? Don't you want to hang with us for like an entire week? He does not. <laughs> oh, I'm going to see him soon, Damn, son. So I got to tell everyone about my adventures. Wow. First one being, I survived surgery. If you are new, we took the week off last week, or were out of time, doubled up episodes. So Caitlin could go get endometrially diced up. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, It was a new experience, because I'd never had general general anesthetic before. Ooh, how's that? Um, It was very interesting. Uh, Like they knocked you you out? Yeah, totally, because they had a lot of stuff to do in there. Mm. So the first thing, I'm just going to tell you what they did, how it went, and then I'm going to tell you the best story about it. So, Before she does, friends, I just want you to appreciate (laughs) that Like I asked Caitlin about this off mic, and she started telling me, and I was like, well, should I just do it on the show? (laughs) 
You don't have to. Like, but I want to. But she loves you. And I'm pointing to the collective you outside the window. She loves you. She wants to share her life with you. So goddamn it, appreciate it. That is true. And I also want people to be less squeamish about things like endometriosis. Because there are women out there who suffer for like years and years and years. And doctors tell them everything is fine. It is not fine. You have weird growths. Get them taken care of. <laughs> if you came here for anime, joke's on you. <laughs> Feminine health update. <laughs> uh, so they took approximately a pound of flesh out of me. <laughs> Not expecting that. Okay. Uh, senior correspondent Chris is nosy and apparently was looking at my chart and saw the cubic like the tonnage that they took out of me and it is approximately a pound of flesh. So that is the cyst I had on my right ovary as well as the endometrial tissue yes. that was growing. And the thing about endometriosis is they actually can't give you a 100% diagnosis without going in there. So since we were going in there anyways to take a look, my doctor a long time ago, we discussed this, he said we'll remove anything that is endometrial growth and we'll remove the cyst. And while we're in there, because endometriosis causes scarring, um, we're going to see if your fallopian tubes are clear so you have the like okay to have babies i mean there are other of course fertility issues that can happen but we were concerned that my the scarring would be really bad on my fallopian tubes and eggs could not get through mm-hmm. my fallopian tubes are great which is wonderful and though they have removed a lot of the endometriosis there's still stuff in there so i have to be wary of that hopefully in about another four weeks i'll meet with my doctor We'll talk a little bit more about, you know, uh, going off birth control, seeing how that is, seeing what the pain's like. So, yeah, if you think you have a problem, you sometimes have to doctor yourself and just, like, tell them there is an issue. Um, the only lasting effect is I have some numbness in my left foot. We still don't know what that's from. Cool. I had to go to emergency because they were like, uh, just in case you've got, like, a blood clot we want to make sure. Oh, God, fucking blood clots. Yeah. <laughs> so they checked it out. The doctor was like, it's it's not a blood clot. Like, if you have any of these other issues, definitely come back. But it, we, they don't know why I have numbness in my left foot. Hopefully it will go away. We will see. The best story is <laughs> when I was <laughs> about to be knocked out. And the anesthesiologist who was wonderful he was a very nice guy very funny uh asked me to describe my perfect place somewhere quiet beautiful you just be alone i did not expect me to ask what it was because he was like well and and what is that place and i was like uh mind you this is like the entire my my doctor dr sweet the anesthesiologist there's like oh dr sweet surrounded by like everyone who's gonna about to work on me um and I was like, uh, a library? And he goes, and they're all wow. laughing. He goes, that's a new one. We've never got that one before. He's like, is, the, is it a specific library? I was like, Oxford University? And right before, right before I'm about to pass out from the, you know, the stuff they've given me, the laughing gas, all I hear from like three people around the room is, nerd! And that is the last thing I see or hear before I pass out before my surgery. Is I'm going nerd. Did you find out who did it? It was like three of them at the same time. They were all like nerd. 
nerd. nerd. I have a full suite of medical staff calling me a nerd. And that is my life. <laughs> and I'm glad I could share that with you guys. Yep. Well. Yeah. So, but everything I, and then you wake up and then I got two banana popsicles. Ooh. Um, yeah. It was good times. Were you like all loopy and like. You're just really Say, Saying fucked up shit? Like, no, not at all. I thought I would be. I was your correspondent with her with his phone out, just waiting for the viral opportunity of yeah. you just talking nonsense? Apparently, I slept twice as long as I should have, and they're getting <laughs> a little bit worried. No one is surprised about that. Um, and then uh, they... No, I thought I'd be saying loopy things. You're just kind of slow <laughs> and really tired. And you're not... And I honestly, for when I was thinking back on it, I couldn't remember how I got home. And then I like went through the motions, like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I remember, I remember. Um, I did make a friend in the hospital. Ooh. Thank you to the lovely woman who um, talked to me about surgery and what to expect, and that I could ask for a second popsicle if I needed it. <laughs> um, she was having her second bout of foot surgery. She had like the right one done. Now she's getting the left one done. She we talked across the hallway. <laughs> um, she calmed me down quite a bit because I was very, very anxious, and she was very, very kind of her. It was, oh, sorry. It was very, very kind of her, and um, if you're out there, and if you happen to be listening to the show, thank you, person. Tell me about the popsicles. <laughs> Actually, I was like, that's, that was my, like... It's the key information. It was like my, my finish line. I was like, I just got to get to the popsicles. Get to the, pop- get the popsicles. Got to get the popsicles, and I did. It was awesome. So yeah, and I've just spent the last sort of two-ish weeks recovering. Obviously, initially very sore, had to sleep a lot, um, but I've recovered really well. But Jordan's seen them. The incisions are very, very tiny. Um, that's why they call it a keyhole surgery. But yeah, and sometimes you forget because it's so small that they've gone through you. <laughs> like you're like, oh, it's just a tiny little cut, but really they've gone through you. So it's not as tiny as you would think. Um, so yeah, that is my story. I hope if you have to get surgery or you're worried about it, that has helped you. And now you know you can get a popsicle at the end. Bodies are weird. They're weird. Totally weird. Yeah. So blood clots though. It's like all I'm worried about. Blood clots? Yeah. Yeah. You move around enough to not get them. You'll be fine. I'm just going to low key, like constantly run a cigarette lighter under my foot just to to make sure (laughs) every day. (laughs) Ow. Okay, good. I have numbers on the top of it's my big toe and my the toe right after. I don't know what that's called. Index toe. <laughs> they have names. <laughs> uh, the skin on the top there. It, it's I can feel when I press. It's just the skin. It almost feels like uh, I've got pins and needles. Mm. Um, but it's not getting worse. But it's not getting better. Um, and they really had no idea in the hospital. They're like maybe when you were on the because they give you the this stuff to make you go to sleep your whole body relaxes right he's like maybe a nerve got pinched or something some sort of nerve damage but i also have a crazy bruise that was fun that that i thought was a blood clot (laughs) there was like this crazy hard like bulge on my thigh and i was like what the hell is this shit i was like freaking i'm like mom take a picture ask fiona if this is a blood clot um (laughs) how would fiona well she works in a hospital and she's seen a lot of stuff um and she's like no 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 it's probably a bruise from when they like moved you back onto the stretcher or whatever i was like yeah i know i'm like big thighed but still gotta watch out so now i have this crazy yin yang bruise on my leg (laughs) Caitlin's concerned. Caitlin's asking people about blood clots. I was asking people about poops. (laughs) (laughs) Because 
Y'all, when you change your diet up suddenly cold turkey, your body's like, whoa. Your body does some wild shit. Literally. How you feeling, though? Uh, who can say? Who can say? Are you, are you, you sticking to it, though? More or less. More Once, or less? Uh, More, but, you know, some, some days are diamonds and some days are... Hey! It just matters that you continue and you stay on the bandwagon. Most most days at work. If you are, fall off, get back on. Most days last week at work were salad, yogurt, um, and almonds. Yeah. And the sparkling water. Sounds boring. It's so boring. <laughs> why don't you change it up? This is why when Starbucks left cake pops the other night, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm eating my yogurt with a cake pop. And it can't none of y'all do, some, do nothing about it. Like I said, more or less, that was a less day. Well, I mean, you can have still have things like... Brown rice and... <laughs> Cake pops are literally like the worst thing you can possibly eat. As, as has been mentioned before, my whole thing is just like, you know, portion control. Like, oh, yeah. I eat a bag salad. I eat the bag salad. Yeah. Like, the whole salad's going in my face. You even yeah. read the side. It's like, there's about three servings in here. <laughs> yeah, sure there is. <laughs> sure there is, champ. Like, oh, look what we snack on now. Little crispy minis, uh, fake rice cake Doritos over there. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Think that bag lasts for more than one sitting? No, it does not. You're going to have to work on that portion control. No, ma'am, it does not. Or in Japan, you'll be working on portion control. See, see that bottle of honey over there for my plain to sweeten up my plain Greek yogurt? Yep. And that was probably full on Thursday. Oh, dear. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like I have to, like, send you how much you should be eating. I will be so angry. <laughs> If I showed you, like, one of those little, like, plate maps. Oh, God. I'd be so fucking mad. Right, well, I'm not going to do that then. It's like, it's like, here's what you actually should be eating. It's like, kiss my giant <laughs> ass. Woo, Greek yogurt, though. It's good for you. God. I can't have yogurt. Everything is sad. I can't have yogurt. Mil- milk has been the big adjustment lately. I was probably drinking a lot of milk. Oh. Um, just because that's just how I grew up. Right. I grew up in like some fucking white boy milk fed like <laughs> house. Glass of two percent with dinner every night. Which is weird now that I think about it. It's every time so I go weird. home it's like the weirdest thing. Yeah. My dad will make like steaks. <laughs> I'll come I'll come down and be a glass of milk with a steak. I'm like, this is odd. <laughs> uh, milk doesn't go with steaks. Ginyu, no. No. I had so you you know one of those moments when you realize that you grew up like Again, we didn't. I didn't grow up destitute at all, but there are things. In there you were some lean times. Poor. Yeah, like my sandwiches only had like one slice of lunch meat in them. Yeah. I probably didn't need more necessarily more than that, but still, when I see sandwiches now and they've got like, well, you know, Senior Girls Butter Chris is Italian. You put like a half of an animal in a yep. in a sandwich, and I'm like, ooh, no! How can you afford that? Um, you know the canned juice, right? Can't you know the you know the frozen juices? Oh, okay. Yeah. So we always put like three cans of water <laughs> in it or two. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You're only supposed to put like two, maybe one and a half. Sure. Okay. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I we couldn't afford that. <laughs> we had to stretch that juice. Why not? What? Because it because it tastes too watery. Apparently. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying not to uh, stress over grocery bills too much. This is really just flame content for the people out there, but they, some of them care. Um, I can't get through a loaf of bread anymore because I've also tried to like cut down. Toast was a great snack for poor boy. Sometimes you need peanut butter toast. 
peanut butter toast is fine. You just have to think about the toast you're bu- or the type of bread you're buying. Uh, no sugar added, country harvest. That's pretty good. Whole, whole wheat. Um, but oh. because I've tried to cut it down, I can't get through a fucking. I tried to make toast uh, this morning. Yeah. And fucking half the loaf had mold on it because oh. I can't get through it. You keep it in your fridge. No. You should keep it in Will your fridge. Help? Yeah. Summertime, guys. You gotta keep your bread in the <laughs> fridge. It gets soggy. I've also been also been looking at uh, mayo alternatives. Mayo is fine. Mm. I use the olive oil stuff, and it's fine. Is it? Yes. Because I wanted to have some. <laughs> Grandpa wanted to have uh, some <laughs> some tomato on toast this morning. Okay, we need to talk about this. <laughs> what? Just I need lunch in my story. Just give me a sec. So, Grandpa. My mom loves tomatoes. Mm. She's like, she, when I was a kid, I have vivid memories of her putting salt on a tomato and just taking a bite. Well, my grandpa used to do that. Yeah. I detest tomatoes. I think they're fucking vile. Except I'm trying to eat more vegetables and fruit, especially when you are, you know, trying to get better. They encourage you to have a better diet while you're healing. So I had turkey bacon, so I made myself a turkey bacon and tomato sandwich, Mm. a BLT. Yes. And I don't know if it was just the tomatoes, but I started to really like tomatoes, and I feel like this is the turning point. I am now- (laughs) tomato turning point? I am now old lady Kate. It is official. You're at least making a sandwich with other things on it. Like a BLT is acceptable. The, no. the, the toasted tomato, like it, it got there. Oh yeah, I had just a toasted tomato with mayonnaise sandwich the other day. Because I had another one of those bunk uh, no frills avocados that like were as hard as a softball for like two weeks, and then I went to check it today, and there was one section that was just like like my thumb like stuck did, in it. Did you do you put it by the window? No. See, you got to know these things. You have to to ripen avocados. You need to put them by the window. Leaving avocados in my fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because this is a very small space and the kitchen stuff stays there. I don't want kitchen oh. and living space intermingling. Oh, and people say I'm neurotic. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what did we, instead of mayo on the toast, we put, we put pesto. Okay. Pesto recommended as a mayo alternative and mustard as well. Yeah. So when I do up my tuna instead of mayo, I put mustard in my, oh, my tuna. How is it's that? Not, it's not bad. Okay. It's not great. Um, I can't put pesto on everything because it's literally just <laughs> cashews and olive oil. <laughs> no, no, it's um, it's basil. And basil, yes. Yeah. But... There's cashews and pesto? Yeah. Oh my God, you're blowing my mind. <laughs> See? <laughs> Learning Corner with Jordan Kate. <laughs> Enough about food stuff. Yeah. What did I do in the, in the week off? Uh, just highs and lows in the world of Japan saving and record buying. <laughs> Oh, the mental gymnastics I can do, friends. So, like, I I got messages, and he didn't want to listen to me. I if go, I'm not saying what he wants to hear, he dare, just goes to Jeff. How dare. Especially when it comes to records. You know it's true. He's like, should I buy this? I was like, no. And he was like, I'm going to see what Jeff says. Like, it's like when your kid, the kid goes to dad I, I because said, mom is like, no. no. I said, too late. <laughs> You were like, do not buy those records. And I said, too late. Uh, just because I hadn't seen him in a while. I hadn't seen him since I announced that I was making the trip. Yeah. I went to go see the Homehisa Cosmos Records. Woo! And 
you know, go f- go flipping through the bins mm-hmm. as I do. And uh, there's two items on there that are on my Japan records list. Yep. You know, they are. Insatiable High by something. What the hell's the name? Something Takanaka. Jazzy fusion guitar type stuff. And Cupid by Miki Matsubara. Some of you know her from Mayonaka no Doa slash Stay With Me, which is probably this year's uh, Plastic Love. Um, both been on the list for a very long time. Reasonably priced at Cosmos. And I was I was frozen, Kate. I didn't know what the fuck to do. Those records are encroaching again. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you knew exactly what to do. <laughs> we will get to that. They're fine. <laughs> They're fine. <laughs> the records are fine. Um... Yeah, so I'm like trying to figure out like what to do about this because they were reasonably priced, and I go on Discogs and I look, and it's like Discogs will tell me what they're really like if I find them. If yeah. if I find them, if that's the other thing. Yeah, um, there's no guarantee. I make Japan sound like it's the fucking like mecca, and every store I go in is going to have every record I could ever want. That may not be the case. No. Um, so here they are. They're sitting in front of me. I got them each thirty each. That's not bad. Very for Cosmos, that's very reasonable. Yeah. Um, but still, I was like, <sighs> and while I'm, you know, needle dropping and going through these and going like, yeah, they're fucking great. Um, my friend Alex, <laughs> who apparently still listens to the show, although does not do it in public anymore because we make her laugh too much. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Thank you, Alex. She was like bored. She randomly messages me. It was a Sunday, I think. Um. And she's like, I'm bored. What do you? I'm looking for something to do. What? what where are you at? What are you doing? He's like, or she was like, when, when are you next free? He's like, I'm I'm free right now. Going through a crisis. I'm like, I'm like, I'm losing my mind. But you can come watch me do it at <laughs> at Cosmos Records on Queen Street. And she comes through. And while she comes through, I am now on the phone with Mr. Malash, yep. who has called me mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk me through this crisis that I'm having. I probably had a nap. I was probably <laughs> napping at that time. Yeah. <laughs> Because when Caitlin finally messaged me and was like, no, do not buy those records. I was like, too late. They are already at my house. Um, But I mean, that like, listen, like Jeff says, two, two less things to bring back. And they look real pretty. Yeah, but you could have saved money. It's fine. You saw the street, you saw the street food video. I am terrified that you will not be, have enough to eat. <laughs> and I will be getting messages about like. I'll go wash dishes at a burlesque club in Rapongi and. Oh my God, take pictures. <laughs> It will be fine. And then the other one, I have you know felt the need. I had to go out and uh, a much, much sadder front. Yeah. Um, one of the more beloved spaces in Toronto, June Records, mm-hmm. also known as the place that I had my book release at in yeah, 2014? Something like that? Something like that. Um, and I have always ridden or died for because when I like feebly walked in there one day, because I knew they had done like a literary zine launch there once or something. I walked in and was like, hey. I have a book coming out. Do you guys do events here? Um, I just <laughs> caught another one. Do uh, <laughs> you think maybe you could do an event? And basically, uh, they were like, yeah, cool. Uh, we'll get some beer. We're like, oh, I was like, how much How much would that cost you? Like, you don't got to pay anything. Just like show up. I was like, really? we'll set you up. You can sell the book the book here. I paid nothing to host wow. that event. So from like jump, I was like, 
if I have money for June Records, I will they, throw it at you. They can have it. Um, they let me sell the book there. Like, yeah. Basically, there was a stretch there where I would just like drop five to ten copies of the book off, check back every couple months, <laughs> grab some records off the shelf, and be like, "Hey, did I make any money off the book?" And they're like, "Yeah, he did." I'm like, "These, these please." <laughs> Um, I basically, like I said on, I said on Facebook of all places, um, I built this nonsense, basically a June records, just like yeah. in their discount bins. Um, so they are being forced to close as is the way of, uh, Toronto real estate. Gentrification. Basically the building sold and the new owner wants the retail space to do their own thing, which will probably be lame. And probably be condos. And not as cool as June, not as cool as June Records. Uh, it really sucks because they just did a bunch of rentals like in the last six months. Oh. And so like put an event space in the back. Oh. They've done a few events that have all been like awesome and have done really well. And it's like, well. That sucks. That's the game. That's terrible. So I went through and bought a copy of piano chamber music by Ryuichi Sakamoto which if you have other music on at the same time sounds terrible and makes you really anxious <laughs> apparently the, the ambient playstation noise coupled with Ryuichi Sakamoto did not make Caitlin feel good no, it's it funny I, I originally went down to buy uh, Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs which is about as far from Ryuichi Sakamoto as you can get Yep. and then I saw that remember they had that there and was like oh maybe I want some sad piano music brought it home saw the liner notes by Haruki Murakami and said you made the right choice dum dum ding uh, it's funny, I saw another record there that I was like, ah, like any other normal circumstance, I would have bought it. But if I hadn't spent $60 at Cosmos the week before. I put... But you bu- did the right thing, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I hid it in another part of the store. So that in two weeks when it's on sale even deeper, because they're trying to clear out as much stock as possible. So someone might find it. Someone might. That's the game, Caitlin. That's the game. It's a risk I'm willing to take. If I go back with Mr. Malash, which we'll get to in a minute. If I go there with Mr. Malash in a couple weeks, yeah. and I find it where I hid it, yeah. do I remember where I hid it? Yes, I remember where I hid it. I was going to say, because <laughs> you fucked up now. <laughs> will, I, will I remember it then? Maybe not. Um, no, I texted Mr. Malash. I said, I put it here. Don't let me forget. Um, if it's still there and I get it for cheaper, it was meant to be. But if it's gone, okay, fine. It's gone. And I'll be sad. Will I get a text about it? Maybe. I will totally get a text about it. <laughs> remember that thing I did that was slightly... Bad. But Mr. Malash will be there. Yeah. So he'll be getting all like full face, just oh god, it's full up in his face. All the and I'll be getting all of his like. You think? I love him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 when you start like that, from experience, I know. Like I had to put into context because he wanted these like. June has like cardboard sleeves basically like for 12 inches like yeah. for these like just plain white sleeves if the, if the sleeve you have the jacket you have is all like banged up and garbled or something yeah get, and apparently they're hard to find like not a lot of stores carry them but june always did and he bought some in june and he wanted me to get some for him yeah and he wanted me to buy these for him he's like how much how much are they do you think they'll still have any and i don't realize tone doesn't translate over text because yeah. i just wrote back in my head, a la uh, Will Ferrell in The Landlord, I was just like, you need to relax. <laughs> but that doesn't translate. <laughs> and I could read the tone. I was like, oh, I wasn't actually like yelling at you. Like, like, just trying to be funny. This is why gifts. This is why I work in gifts. <laughs> always, 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 always gifts. So people can know my tone. Uh, yes. So Mr. Malash is coming up in a few weeks. And, and you will no longer be able to complain but the record's encroaching. Oh, we'll see about that. Because Ikea is going to fix this issue. 
We'll see in how many months are you going to Japan? Uh... Ten, nine. So, so we'll see when you get back if I have anything to complain about. Oh, you definitely will win. Uh, that, that's the dream. The dream is you will have things to complain about. Okay, okay. When I get back from Japan. Great. Good to know. I'm just going to prepare myself. If I don't die of a blood clot on the plane. Oh, my God. I've already reserved aisle seats. You have your, your socks, on, right? On each flight. Oh, I'll be getting the socks. Don't, yeah. don't you worry. Then you'll, you'll be fine. Compression stockings. <laughs> yeah. You um, feel like a fancy gentleman. <laughs> basically all i watch lately are like youtube life in japan videos i saw <laughs> i saw so we do the youtube run through and it's just everything it's it's like, it's about food locations what not to do in japan don't walk while you eat oh really yes oh big no no good thing i know that <laughs> For the time someday when I go to Japan, I, I believe I am notorious for that. I believe the uh, the logic is like you know if you were to bump somebody and like you know your ice cream stained their jacket or something, <laughs> you have no inconvenience them, which is like the worst thing you could possibly do in Japan. Oh, Jesus, just inconvenience somebody else. So if you buy something at the kombini, you just step out of the kombini and like Jay and Silent Bob it and just like hang out, hang out in front. Yeah, just eat your onigiri. And you're going to take pictures of everything. I told you. That's why I bought fancy phone for. I take beautiful Pixel 3 quality photos. Excellent. Of everything. <laughs> Basically showed her this one video. It was like top 10 street foods in Shibuya. <laughs> and after everything, she like put her finger in my face and like yelled at me. I was like, you're going to fucking eat that and you're going to tell me it was awesome. Yeah. Basically, this is what I need. Because <laughs> I won't be going there for a bazillion years. So I need him to do everything that is important, which I mean, is basically all food related. Look, if you can drop everything, I I was really mad when I got the you know alert from the YYZ travel deals or something where it was like Toronto, Japan, five hundred dollars. But it was like for set dates in oh, like yeah. November. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to go in November. I want to go in April. Yes, I want to see cherry blossoms. <laughs> um, but if I didn't care about that, I'd probably be real mad if I already booked tickets for nine hundred and then they popped up again for five hundred. Um, and food is not the food is not the priority. Like that's how I'm gonna. That's live. not like, your priority. That's my priority. Whose trip is this? Yeah, I know, but I'm giving emotional support from a distance. <laughs> so, uh, you know. She's just when her Facebook Messenger blows up at 3 a.m. local time because I've stepped off the plane and have no idea what the, I don't know. I'm just gonna stay in the airport. I know that for the first couple of days, I am on Jordan alert. It means that if I hear a ding, I answer it immediately because you're probably crying in a corner. Probably. And inconveniencing someone and they're mad at you now. Yes. Um, what were some of the other things you shouldn't do that I've learned? The eating while walking is is a big one. Um, don't talk on the phone oh. on your on the train. Okay. Don't ever take a call on the train. Okay. Um, the shoes thing, obviously. Like obviously, if you see anything. Yes. That's the only one. The general rule is like for most of these things... Um, you, you know, a foreigner will get a pass because they just assume you don't know. But the only one they will like really, the shoes thing is the one they'll actually be like get out get doing? out of pocket for. <laughs> like, yeah. um, yeah, the one guy. There's two channels. There's one channel really that I've been watching. Uh, guy, uh, his cha- I think his name is Chris Broad. So his channel is abroad abroad in Japan. He actually has a lot of like good videos, like travel log videos. I think he's actually low key kind of gotten work as like from like tourism boards to oh, like cool. go to these places because his videos are pretty well done. And he has this hysterical friend named 
uh, realtor, <laughs> I think, who can speak English but speaks it with a British accent for some reason. And <laughs> Amazing. He always, like, when he introduces them, the little title card will come up and be like, realtor, British accent thief. <laughs> um, he mentions, like, that was the one where, like, a friend of his, like, didn't. It was like at an onsen or something, and he didn't like wear the sandals or something or take his shoes off, and like a little old lady like <laughs> shot up. She's probably and, like, like whacked him with a fan or something. Um. So yeah, that's that's all I've been doing. I'm trying not to think about it all hours of the day because there are like nine months of things I'll have to get through before then. Yeah, I can see that. I'm going on adventures. Where are you going? I'm going to Vancouver. I can see Ren. It's going to be great. And I see Misha, too, and their parents. Their parents are great. And we're going to do fun stuff because it's Vancouver. Um, but not too much fun stuff. Just I'm not going to go wild. <laughs> just, you know. there's there's um We're going to a bar under a set of stairs. This is my dream. Just, like, weird. It's, apparently, it's a market. It's a bar under a narrow bar under some set of stairs. This is what I want out of life. Um, bar under stairs. Yeah. And then, uh, like, a week after I get back, I'm going to Scotland. Did I know that yet? I think so. I don't know if I did. I keep on forgetting who I've told. <laughs> what? With Stu? Or? With my dad. Um, uh, we are going to see... Uh, it's my so Aunt you, Kay's 80th birthday. You, you just went, like... Last year. I've never gone two years in a row, mm. but... My it's important my, to my dad that I'm there. Um, it's my Auntie Kay's 80th birthday. They're doing like a big celebration for her on the Isle of Call, and he wants me to be there. So we're leaving together. He also wants a travel companion because you know my dad's getting older and he likes traveling with me because I'm cool. Um, and Sorry, where, where is this at? The Isle of Call. Mm, sounds drizzly. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Don't go to Scotland for the weather, folks. Um, Thank goodness I'll be a bit in Toronto and Vancouver because the two weeks in Scotland. Yeah, because Vancouver is known for not being drizzly. Well, but at least it's warm. Yes. Uh, Scotland doesn't even get warm. It gets like okay, but you still need to wear like three sweaters and tights under your pants. I saw an article about how the heat wave going through Europe right now and how the buildings aren't prepared for it. No, they are not. So maybe it'll be... It'd be much nicer. Who, global warming will who, give you a much warming. climate change will give you a much nicer Scottish trip than you were expecting. I don't know the west. The west because soak your sheets every time you go to bed. But yeah, the west islands are. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. Um, they get a lot of windy weather, so wind and rain is very very common at least one time per day. At least, if not the whole day. Um, senior correspondent Chris, when we went to Scotland, was not prepared for how cold it was, even mm. though I had warned him. He did not bring enough sweaters. He was like, I'll be fine. I was like, no, you won't. It's like wet cold. Like, it gets to your bones cold. That's why they drink all that tea all the fucking time. So they can stay moderately warm. Um, but yeah, so, and I wasn't expecting either of these trips. This was the year that I was just like, just going to spend in Ontario. Mm. I was like, just like if we go anywhere, we're gonna go. Or hey, maybe we're gonna go to that crazy German town, um, Frankenmuth. Frankenmuth in Michigan. Yeah, no, none of that. Uh, just staying local, because that's what that's what I was thinking. Um, no, that was not the plan this year. Um, so yeah, good times. I will report back <laughs> after after I get back, which will be. 
means that August Watcharama will be out of time. It was out of time last year too. Oh yeah, it was. It'll be you'll be fine. I'll be fine. Um I meant the listeners. You'll be fine too. Oh oh yeah. I'll be fine. The listeners will be fine. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. Um I'm taking my traditional I guess we should have put this at the top. Friends, this is your last episode till August Watcharama hits. Oh yeah. Well we did tell them we'd probably take a break. Because as as we learned last year, ooh, taking July off is nice. Kinda nice. Because nice. we go out and we do activities and and what was, what was the joke last year? It was like we were trying to figure out, we could do like seven episodes in this one day, so we're covered <laughs> through this. Or we could just Take a break. Not. I mean, everyone else is taking a break. People do seasons of podcasts. They go for like three months, and then they just are on just off for two months. Yeah. We do it every single week. The, the, the wheel just never stops. Um, but I am taking, when Mr. Malash comes up, we will basically not be staying here. We will have a... A base of somewhere else, whatever hotel he's at, yep. preferably with AC, I hope. Um, All hotel, hotels have AC. And then we'll be like dipping in and out of here yeah, to like tear shit apart or run stuff down to the pawn shop or build the new shit. If you have any money, you should really get another bed frame to tire. I don't. What, there's you no, could fit we have been so over many this. There's things no under, room yes, here. There, you just put pillows there. Just sleep closer to the wall. Been over this, I don't like your solution. It's fine. You fit so many things under your bed. Or just what, have what your bed to fit under my bed. Ledge. I'm trying to get rid of shit, not bring more shit in and yeah, have room for it. You can make it look better, especially when you keep on buying more albums. The albums will be fine because the albums will be over there. Yeah, except you're going to run out of space. Yeah. Yeah. Like a year from now. Like a goldfish. <laughs> Depending on what size tank you put them in, they grow bigger. This is how records work. I know this. <laughs> records are goldfish. Uh, yes, and then I'm going back with Mr. Malosh when he goes uh, back home you know, to his family. And I will go to my family <laughs> for about a week. And I have no plans is that the best? When I get back there, my mom was like, I can't believe this is fun for you. Like, what did you say? We, we're next to dead on the excitement scale down here. <laughs> Retiree one and two down there. Sometimes just don't even know what day it is. <laughs> so just, my dad, once I talked to my dad on Father's Day, he was like, I slept till like three in the afternoon the other day. I didn't know what happened. I was like, Live your best life, dad. Um, I was like, I don't know how this is fun for you. I'm like, uh, you know what isn't down there? Work emails. Caring about work work <laughs> high performance characteristics <laughs> I don't care about any of that I'm gonna get to sit maybe I'll get to read cause you know what when you have to like do 15 fucking Japanese apps when you get home from work yep. that eats up a lot of your free time yeah it does I tried to read last Sunday morning yeah. I think I mentioned this on the pod before and just I got one sentence in and was like this is so not a waste of time but I was like this is so indulgent like that's how i've been feeling lately about reading which is crazy <laughs> which is when i was recovering yeah. i like read two books and i was like oh better stop now it's just like just th- this sense of dread of like you should be doing something else yeah productive yeah go practice your fucking kanji go like and it's hard when you don't commute like that's really the only time you read i only just started trying to get some of the Duolingo tiny cards drops done on the bus so I could like come home and like not spend the next <laughs> hour on my phone. Right. Getting frustrated. You could read. I could read, but I don't. 
See that book over there? I borrowed that book like a month ago. Um, I'm about like 20, 30 pages into it. I read. What'd you read? I read all kinds of things. Um, first thing being, uh, S is for Silence, which of course we know is a Sue Grafton novel. Oh, I forgot. Wait, Janet Ivanovich counts. Sue Grafton does the alphabet. Oh, Janet Ivanovich Holy sucks. shit. Gee. Shots fired! Shots fired! Damn, son. Coming for... Coming for Ivanovich. Those books are stupid. Like, yeah, I know Sue Grafton is not high literature, right? It's a fun time. Wow. Ivanovich, her books are just stupid. They're terribly written. Stephanie Plum is an institution? How dare you? They're stupid. I what hate the them. No, it was Sue Grafton. <laughs> she was a joke on The Office. What? She was a joke in The Office? Yeah. Oh, what kind of joke? Um, They were... Going to do a commercial for the branch. Yeah. And Michael obviously decided he wanted to do his own commercial. Yes, of course. Um, and they wanted to get a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And Phyllis was like, Sue Grafton's doing a signing at the, <laughs> at the whatever mall. Um, and then Phyllis couldn't get her in. <laughs> and came back and was sad because she got kicked out. And <laughs> I think she got banned from the bookstore or something. And she was like devastated. Do you want to hear something devastating? Hmm. So Sue Grafton, of course has done mystery books for the alphabet yep. except she passed away before she could do Zed. Was it just Zed? It was just Zed left. Oh damn. So all these fans are like, oh, is someone going to con-? you know how authors Paul Sanderson <laughs> authors usually have, you know, people that are going to finish their stuff for them yes. or and or their family put out a, a sort of a memo saying as far as we're concerned the alphabet only goes to to Y. And I was like, oh god, my heart. Sue Crafton, you left us too soon. <laughs> um, I actually did end up bawling hysterically because uh, I didn't know Sue Crafton was dead. What? Yeah. I didn't know she'd passed away. Oh, damn. And then I was like looking something up about like, I was trying to figure out which ones I have and have not read. <laughs> When's that next book coming out? Never. <laughs> Never. Um, so yeah, the alphabet, according to us, only goes to Y. It just, it was a beautiful sentiment. It made me cry. Um, you know who's never going to die. <laughs> Who, Kate? Uh, Angela Lansbury. She's going to live forever. <laughs> At least in form of Murder, She Wrote. Because guess who's in watching? F- oh, Murder, watching. I was going to say, did you read fucking Murder, She Wrote novels? No. I don't ever want to. Um, because. Why is that where you draw the line? Because for me, Sue Grafton is J.B. Fletcher. Like, those are the books. I don't need to... Sue Grafton is J.B. Fletcher? Yeah, well, J.B. Fletcher was a mystery writer, right? Uh And Sue Grafton is a mystery writer. And for me, the Sue Grafton books are basically the J.B. Fletcher-like mystery novels. Oh, so you don't want to read Murder, She Wrote tie-in No, none of that. Um, So, yeah. So, I just want to... I want to just... If, if, and Do- I know Donald, Donald Bain works so hard on those. <laughs> Hi, that's the first time Donald Bain has ever been mentioned. Probably in general. <laughs> Probably does do, ever. Does he do tie-in novels or does he do the books written as J.B. Fletcher? Uh, oh, that's I, I, I honestly don't know that. It's an important detail. I believe they are like as though they were episodes of the show. Okay, I might one day not do episodes of the show, but tie-in novels of like J.B. as I believe J.B. Fletcher. I believe it's the further adventures of, okay. of Jessica Fletcher. Um, which is fine. As long as you're writing as though she is... Uh, how old is, is Angela Lansbury now? 80s? 90s? 94. Don't even know. I don't... Why would I know that? I don't know. Maybe you came across an article, you read it because you know I love Angela Lansbury. <laughs> though sure. she has some very weird... Uh, comments around, you know, 
sexism and misogyny, but yeah. Um, she's old. What do you expect? Didn't she have some Grin and Barrett uh, type convos recently? So. It's I just, just like, ah, that's what they do. You just can't complain about everything that happens. Just... You got a woman up. If he grabs your hoo-ha, just keep it moving. <laughs> I mean, yes, not great comments, which is very disappointing. But as I said to Rem the other day, I don't want to meet Angela Lansbury. I want to meet J.B. Fletcher. How do I live in that world? Um, because it's just this nice little world where everything could be a, okay. Like everyone is so concerned about Jordan's going to go to Japan and not come back. Multiple people, including the co-hosts of this podcast, have said this to me recently. <laughs> Like, where do you think I'm going to get the money to live there or a visa or like any of that? Anyway, like Maine is the like, that's the Tokyo for Caitlin McKinnon. If well, you ever saw like anywhere that had a lighthouse, it'd be like, <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Cabot Cove doesn't exist. It's a made up place. I can't go there. And based on something. They can just invent it wholesale. It's not fucking Westeros. Like they- <laughs> I'm going to Maine, everybody, next year. You're all fucked. I'm not going back. Lobsters and lighthouses. <laughs> 2020. Oh, dear. Um. So, yes. Yeah, so You've been watching Murder, She Wrote. Watching Murder, She Wrote. Of course, I've been watching um, Forensic Files because <laughs> I have a problem with murder. Uh, I finished Good, o- Good Omens. Um, yes, you mentioned that last time. Last time. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine finished the new season on Netflix. It was great. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um... What? What? He's doing, he's crossed armed. He looks like he's going to launch into a rap. I I want to have, I want to have that conversation. What? That Brooklyn Nine-Nine was fine and hilarious and made me laugh? Fine and hilarious? Fine. Half of those sentences are right. It was fine and hilarious. It was fine. It was hilarious. It was a hilarious. It was hilarious. I laughed out loud. So good. So good. I don't know what your problem is. You just don't like good things. I like things that are fine when they're good. I don't think you do. It was fine. No show when it's like six or seven season is going to be good. That's why the good place is cashing out after four seasons. (sighs) Brooklyn is better than the good place. Hi. Don't even say the. Uh. Just just lock me out. Mash everything so I don't have to hear just that level of wrongness. It's not wrong. It's just an opinion. Joyce, is this how you feel? I've been getting a lot of pushback from the listeners lately. Uh, I don't think I showed. What? I don't think I showed you this. I tweeted it, so I don't know okay. if you saw it. Um, specifically, my Nintendo opinions. Oh no! Oh, because it's for children. <laughs> it's for babies. For babies. Sorry. Nintendo. Nintendo. Nintendo is for babies. Um, I really enjoy the Wii. Actually, if you're unfamiliar with this take, my take is just that they have not really with. Sure, they've innovated, yeah, but they've just been. It's been three games for thirty years. Like it's been a Zelda, Mario, and a Smash Brothers for thirty okay. years. All right, that's been it. Um, what about Mario Kart? It's Mario Jace. Okay. Right. Um, and specifically, I got a, I got some very passionate pushback from a listener because I say Nintendo's for babies, yeah, but gave Curse Three a seven. <laughs> Cars 3 is a masterpiece. <laughs> they tried to send me a photo of, like, Mario holding a turnip in some, like, you know, neon, you know, color scape. Yeah. 
She's like, well, look, look, look at that. It's beautiful. I sent back a photo of the Teletubbies and said, squint and tell me the difference. <laughs> Which then led to the best insult I've ever received. I hope you get sleep paralysis tonight. <laughs> Couldn't even be mad. <laughs> That's good. It's good. great. Couldn't it's even be mad. So good. It's still for babies. Um, but is this is this what you feel like, listener? When you think somebody is just so wrong, probably you don't even you don't even have words. You want to know what else is a masterpiece? No. Really is. I don't want to know. And I didn't know, and I was sort of resistant. And then senior correspondent got me watching, and now I'm blown away. Mm. Tuca and Birdie. Oh yeah, I've been. I've been ambivalent as well. I, I that's how I started out, and now I think it's one of the best shows ever. This is what they tell me about BoJack too, but at, at the same time, Ugh, I'm like, bleh. <laughs> it's the same show. It is not. <laughs> it is not the same show at all. It's totally different and amazing, and I'm so happy it exists. Um, and everyone should watch it and tell me how right I am. And you can tell Jordan how wrong he is about many things, including Brooklyn Nine Nine. So funny. Downward slope. Anyway, that's sort of like what I've done. I've, oh, and I read some terrible book um, online that's like self-published. Well, that was your first mistake. I know. I know, but I, I, you know, it was like a sample and I was sort of reading and then I realized it wasn't a sample. It was actually just like the first part of a terrible series, but I ended up finishing it because I wanted to know what happened. But there's actually like 10 books in the series. I just assume every book that's published online is part of a 14-book series. Oh. No, not everyone. There's lots of books that are really great that are published online. Because publishers are stupid, and they only want like rich white people to, to write things. Well, and poor white people. Very few poor white people. Yeah. Holla at your boy. Caitlin. Yeah. I saw a movie. <gasps> no, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah, you watch movies all the time. No, in a theater. Okay, what? now I can do it. What? <laughs> yep, I uh, had an invite from Pops and Stupid Matt to go see a film in a movie. And I was like, fine. Like, you want to go see Godzilla? I was like, yeah, fine. Okay. But I didn't see Godzilla. You didn't? I did not. In retrospect, probably a good thing. Multiple people have told me about the numerous scenes that take place in Godzilla's underwater house. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, okay. All right. There's so much there, but Godzilla has a house. Well, it's underwater. It's underwater. Spent a lot of time down there. Your man's probably would have been very uncomfortable. Yep. Instead, we went to see Booksmart. Oh, really? Oh, yes. And how was it? Fine. Oh, fine. Okay. Everyone was like, you know, oh, it's the next. It's super bad for girls. It's clearly like aping the format, right? Um, but it has like. Make of it what you will. There's more like heart to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more like emotional resonance, but it's not as it's funny, but not as funny as Superbad. Like Superbad was like Fallout. Like, okay, I, I I only seen clips. Of that if, you're, movie. if you're about to fucking tell me you haven't seen Superbad, I haven't seen Superbad. <laughs> oh my God, friends, August Watch Rama is just going to be uh, comedies. Caitlin hasn't seen week one, Coming to America. Week two, Blazing Saddles. Week three, Superbad, and week four, The Hangover. <laughs> This is all great content for li- content for later in the year, Jordan. Be like, write it down. Jordan's, Jordan's October birthday. Make Caitlin watch everything month. Um, I've not seen Superbad. I've only seen clips. It does not seem that funny. 
He doesn't. It's like a lot of like poop jokes and stupid boy stuff. <laughs> just, he doesn't say just, anything. I just don't know what next just, will come out of his mouth. Just, I don't know if he's going to wish sleep paralysis on me yeah. or like. I'm just on myself so that I can just like go. <laughs> just be out. I won't have to engage with that take anymore. Uh, mm, mm. Pain in my soul. Um, but it was funny. I, I laughed, not like out loud, not as hard as I laughed when I saw Superbad for the first time. But both of the actresses. One of whom's Jonah Hill's sister, and another one I'd never heard of. Oh, okay, I see um, it now. Beanie Feldstein, I think her name is. Um, oh, uh, what's her name? Jessica Daily Show, former Daily Show, Jessica Williams. I don't know. Yes, Jessica Williams, the the, the fine sister with the braids. Yep, one of the two dope queens. Right? Yes, yes. Um, she plays like their teacher. Um, <laughs> Jason Sudeikis plays their checked out principal yeah. who also drives ubers on the weekends amazing. of course they end up in his uber and the one girl is gay and she's like trying to make moves on this you know butchy skater girl type of thing but she like has no idea the plot of books are you know the plot obviously you've seen it but I, for all the olds out there mr Malash knows what i'm talking about <laughs> love you who don't know anything about this movie it's basically about these two girls who have done everything to like achieve mm-hmm. and then to well one's dismay more than the other the kids who had fun also end up like getting into all the colleges that that you know she got into stanford i think um you know the air quote slut also got into um stanford or harvard another girl got into stanford you know some dopey surfer guy got into georgetown the stoner guy isn't even going to college he got a job coding for google like you know, right they, it was six figures you know i might not stay there but um so they're determined it's like they, they've squandered high school yep so they're going to go to the the you know can't hardly wait-esque house party <laughs> and it's just about them trying to get there and they're uh they're watching uh lesbian porn yep in the car yep and uh they were charging uh with one of the chords that Sudeikis, their principal, had in the car. And he's like, oh, do you guys want some music? And he just, like, hits a button and the porn plays in the car. But it's just literally, like, the sound of, like, a fish getting slapped on a, on a counter. Just, I'm not even going to approximate the noise, but y'all know that noise if you've ever watched lesbian porn before. That was that was good. My face. <laughs> just, no. Mm-mm. No. No? You, you don't like them jokes when the girls do it either? No. <laughs> no. It was, like, a seven. It was fine. Um... As good as cars, also masterpieces. <laughs> Girl, you do not want to start calling into consistency of ratings in here because I will go back and I will find some gems from your past. I'm sure there are. So good. Uh, what else did I watch? Sarah's and my and Bochi both ended last week. Uh, Sarah's and my was fine. I think everyone should watch it. I don't know. I think everybody should watch Toro Bochi too, but not everybody's going to like it. Um, I. Really wish I get to see those characters again. I don't know that I will, but I, I always hate that. I I sad. hope again. I mean, it was not going to be the barn burner of the season. Like I, right. it's not Attack on Titan. Like I hope it gets a second season, but it probably will not. But I guess if Emoto Marochan got one, there's no reason why this. Where's our Cabinary? This, well, they're making Attack on Titan. Attack which on apparently, Titan. new snip is just sprinkled in. Apparently, the final season for that. Good, because then we can get Cabinary. <laughs> it's coming in 2020. All I needed to lose. Two hours of one night this week mm-hmm. was when I finally saw 
that Abongelion had hit Netflix. Yep. I was like, oh, what was that one? That was what the run of the rando. Like, to my mind, it's the show and end of. But they also have, like, the weird, like, death parentheses true or death and rebirth. You know, the placeholders. They basically, they put it, they put out half end of. They put, like, out a recap. It's it's so weird to see all these people be like, cool, like, this is important and we're going to watch this. And maybe just be like, I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care anything about it. Nothing. She just loved being wrong that much, y'all. I don't care about your takes. Also, writing an article where you're like, my opinion is that Good Omens is just okay. I mean, I guess. But use that space for some other type of article then. Like, it's... it's Just stop. I need to know what the people think. We'll get to a, get to a lame take in a minute, but... When I found like one of those like death true ones, I was like, "Oh, what, what was this one?" And I like fired it up, and it was like footage I hadn't seen. Ooh, that like I think got added to like the platinum DVDs later, but it was like you know actual footage of the second impact and like Masato's father putting her in the capsule shit and like stuff that I hadn't seen before. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, dip!" Um, oh, and then like three hours of my life were gone because I watched like three episodes of the show again. And I'm like, I don't know that I'm into a full rewatch again, but. Oh, I bet it'll happen. It might happen. Let's get into the hottest take from the Evangelion launch. Y'all out there talking that they straight washed Kaoru and Shinji. They are. I have even seen things and I don't even care. <laughs> this stems from the original subtitling of a scene between... Um, were they in the hot tub? Were they taking a bath together at that point? I don't know. Two bros. Sitting in a hot tub. Five feet apart because they're not gay. Um, In the original subtitling of the scene, Shinji like asks Karu something about why he's doing what he's doing type of thing. And Karu says, because I love you. Yeah. Um, And in the current redone Netflix subtitling, it's because I like you. They were screaming. Getting these Twitter streets. Everybody had Twitter fingers. What are Twitter fingers? Where you just... Oh, oh, when tap, you tweet. Tap, 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 tap. Tappity, tap, tappity, just tap, tap. Tweet storms were flying. Yep. Get your umbrella. You're heading into a tweet storm. Uh-oh. Everybody was mad. And my first thought was like, well, what is the actual line that he says yeah. in Japanese? And I haven't gone back and watched it, but from what I can tell, he says, you know, ski. Suki, when you spell it out, but it's pronounced ski, which we have mentioned before on the show with things like Poco Zudon World and something. Like, it, it means... There is no direct correlation for 90% of Japanese terms and right. ski, but I could say perfume, daisuke. Like, yeah. I like perfume or I love perfume. Right. Not like I love perfume, but just, you know, it means I have affection for. Um, and to my mind, the whole thing about Shinji and Kaoru's relationship is just Shinji couldn't connect with anybody and didn't think he deserved anybody's love affection friendship in general that's why the whole scene with him like practically killing his classmate you know i had to go out with my buddy glenn and smoke 19 cigarettes after we watched it (laughs) because we were just horrified um sure there's subtext i guess if you want to go that route if you want to have that reading of it but i don't know that it was sexy (laughs) in the first place yeah I don't know that that was ever an element of their relationship. And yes, there are the, you know, promo images and all the posters and shit that have been done that were official with like Kaoru spooning him or like having his arms around his waist or whatever. It's like, okay, sure. But like, I don't know that gayness was part of it. The The show is one of the horniest shows in the world yes. to begin with. Yes. And it's all, you know, 
You didn't fap over Kaoru. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. <laughs> that is a thing I remember from the show. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't the show. It was the movie. Uh, right. Whatever. <laughs> you know, uh, to me, it's all the same. It was all Evangelion. How did you even get through all of it if you hated it that much? Because I was watching it with a certain somebody. Oh, my God. Was it your ex? Yes. One more reason to hate that fucker. Yeah. It oh. was. I mean, for making you watch something you didn't like, not for liking Ava. I'm very conflicted now. <laughs> work it out, Jordan. Work it out. Um, this is kind of what I said about Venom in that uh, straight washing is terrible and it absolutely happens. But I don't think the intent with Venom was gayness. I, I don't. And I think it was actually a stronger relationship having Venom and Eddie be have love for each other as a friendship type of love, both being losers and not having anybody and finding, you know, someone that they connect with. I think that's very important. The tragedy of Shinji and Kaoru's, you know, late show storyline was not because they were in love with each other, but because Shinji was forced to kill the only person who ever cared for him purely without any wanting anything from him. Yes. Kaoru didn't care what Shinji got in the robot. He just... Wanted to be happy. Yeah. And it was like, joke's on you, son. <laughs> if I touch that legless white blob thing with a mask on, humanity's going to end. So chop my head off, bro. Chop my head off. And then they let it sit there for a minute of a still frame. Let that yep. shit really sink in. And then he fucking killed him. And I'm sure he screamed. He was always screaming. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> Um, <sighs> what else? One other thing I wanted to talk about. Well, two things, I guess. Oh, God, I watched more than I thought. I watched Jiro Dreams of Sushi, finally, which is a movie I wanted to watch for a very long time. And? Documentary about uh, some dude who, some old dude who apparently has, like, the best sushi, like, in the world. Just, like, all he ever wanted to do. And? He just makes sushi. It was fine. Was it a seven? It's like a six. Oh, Okay. Doesn't really go anywhere. I mean, it's fine, but I think I've seen enough about this dude in other places that there wasn't anything new for me really in the documentary. Okay. And really, they kind of only like talked to him and his son and like one other commentator. Like, right. there have been more people kind of fleshing out this guy's this guy's life. Like, where's his wife? Where's <laughs> where's the mom? They kind of like glance over. Like, she's a lady. She doesn't matter. It's kind of like I was a terrible father. I was never around. They never like really ask the. Ki- him about or the fact that he's right. like 70 and low-key like refuses to leave like they talked to this one other chef who left to start his own restaurant yeah and the younger son started an expansion of the restaurant in like another you know location yeah but you know the oldest son is like well i'm the oldest i'm supposed to take over but his fucking dad never leaves like he's, he's like 70 had a heart attack like still still working go um <laughs> the guy's like the oldest son is like fifty now, so he's like. Go where are they? Where, where are they based out of? Uh, Ginza, I think. And the other Osaka for a weekend. <laughs> or like, no, hates national holidays or the days he takes off work. I know. I'm telling him to got, go retire. You gotta, you gotta, he had to go to the Michelin star. Uh, they got three Michelin stars or something. They got three Jesus Michelin stars. Christ. And he, uh, he went to the ceremony and then was like antsy. He didn't want to be there the whole time. Did I tell you this fun fact? Do you know this fun fact? That Japan is the nation with the most Michelin stars? I did not know that. 
Fun fact for everyone. Guess who's not going to partake in any of that food because it's super expensive. Your man's. But you're just going to enjoy all the other stuff anyways. Yes. It's going to be amazing. Um, also, I stumbled across on YouTube. I knew they were out there, but I hadn't seen them yet. Uh, Vice has done a series of like wrestling around the world type of hour-long docs. Cool. I know there's one that's like set in like the Congo or like there's like Africa one. Oh. There's a Mexico one. The one I stumbled onto because YouTube knows me is about uh, Joshi Puroresu promotion stardom amazing which is where all your favorite japanese lady wrestlers of recent years have come from yep um, take it over the world doesn't go super deep into it acknowledges some of the creepier aspects of it especially because okay. it's a japanese promotion so after all the matches all the girls go out to sell souvenirs and shit oh weird and it's like there are nothing but dudes out here um oh, weird mm. and there are some of the girls start wrestling at a very young age so there's like a 14 year old out there selling autograph photos Ugh. to creepy old men who are getting their photographs taken with them type of thing no. blah 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 um but super interesting and the other one was about a wrestler named mvp who was with the wwe at the time and it's now kind of like in the twilight era of his career mm-hmm. um and at the on the other side of this like basically the generational type of uh axis that is going around, on around wrestling. Um, he had a really nice uh, metaphor for it. He was talking to the guy he was wrestling, who's this guy who gets trotted out as like from the old timers as like he, being everything that's wrong with wrestling. Right. He's like, you look at action movies. It was like back in the day, it was the Terminator, it was Schwarzenegger, it was Stallone. It was just a guy, a beefy guy walking with a gun. Yeah. Now it's John Wick and right. You know, wires and shit and like you know flippy wires and shit like that evolved wrestling has got to evolve too like right. all, people want different things so that's floating around youtube or if you have access to viceland you can watch that there and the other thing which i didn't have to say the note that's next to it which is meh oh y'all i'm not gonna make it through season three of jessica jones Ooh. got it's through two two and a half episodes i think is mm. that meh huh nah. uh. I mean, you're going to watch it, so I won't get too deep into it, but. I don't know. Chris keeps on asking if we want if I want to watch it. I keep on going, no, let's watch more Tuca and Birdie. <laughs> Number one, 13 episodes. Too long, guys. Number two, I think knowing, like, that's it. Yeah. There's like an air of like, you know, the last semester of school mm-hmm. to it where it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Like, um, and also it's real, it is real Patsy centric. Okay. It's it's the Patsy it's the Patsy Jess story. Okay. Um, or Trish. I saw whatever, I kind of saw that coming, but whatever yeah. we want to call her. Um, and I don't really fuck with Patsy, so. All right. I don't. Your noble, white girl savior, shtick, doesn't really. Apparently, I have read. Re, you know, this stupid Matt was like, <laughs> stupid Matt, knowing he was violating the Final Fantasy Thirteen rule, was like, gets re, it gets better at episode eight. Mm. Eight, mm. Matt? Eight? I don't even think, like, I joke. No, God, I please, joke no, about no. Avatar. I mean, I'm going to continue to make Jordan <laughs> watch it, but I don't think that, like, eight episodes in? Eight episodes in, Like, yeah. eight episodes in, if it has, like, 120 episodes, I guess, <laughs> but, like, that's a crazy percentage. Um, Yeah. So he told me some stuff that happens, and I was like, okay, cool. Maybe I'll jump to the end and watch how that yeah. shakes out. But they didn't put a pin in it by the end, apparently. Like, they left it somewhat open. Huh. Um, surprised to no one. There's always already been talk 
on the Disney Plus side of things that all of these may. Well, we we thought that may happen, didn't we? And no one is so. No one will be surprised if yes. the Defenders end up on Disney Plus. Yeah. Like, especially considering it's all there already. Like, yeah. the stuff was already happening. They were breaking season four of Daredevil when they got the news that they were air quote canceled. So yeah. I mean, those wheels were already moving. Um. Yeah. Good lord! I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's a lot. Take a week off. It's too hot to do anything. It was, a, it was kind of two weeks, really. Just chill out, chill out, and get that content. Yeah. Or nap. <laughs> or nap. Well, friends, it seems as good a part as any to take a break, get a drink, and get some tissues. Almost oh, so many tissues. Just get the whole fucking box. Because y'all, we're gonna wrap up Opportune June. By getting into something that I'd wanted to watch for a very long time, and when it hit Netflix, I was like, let's watch that. I wasn't ready. Nobody's ready. We'll talk about a silent voice when we come back. Welcome back to the show. This is the part of the show where we're talking about the things we brought each other. Though, of course, this time we have not brought each other things. Jordan just brought us both something. Yeah. But before we get into that, we're going to get into the rules. There are three rules. The first one being the rule of three. Ah, isn't that convenient? And sometimes I still forget. (laughs) The rule of three is that if the thing comes in parts, we will consume medially um at least three of them because we want thing to have a chance to become the thing it wants to become just give it a chance yeah um the second rule is hashtag save it for the pod which is the rule that we will not talk about the thing we have either watched or brought each other one of us has brought both of us until we are sitting in front of these microphones because we want you to have the hottest of takes you deserve the hottest cakes from jordan kate's house of hot takes so good. I want that on a t-shirt. Off the dome, yeah. Off the dome. Amazing. Um, the final rule, which really isn't a rule, it's more of just a policy, is that there will be spoilers. We gonna spoil some shit. And it's kind of spoilery, if you want to watch this movie. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I know we're usually pretty like, meh. Meh. Spoilers. Whatever. Grow up, you babies. Go, case, go play your Switch. In this case, if I had known babies. ahead of time, I think it would have taken... Definitely Some think, of the... Yeah, if you knew more of the story before you went into it, you yeah. probably might be a little... The experience might lack a little bit, so... Yeah. What's, if, what's the thing I'm thinking of? You know, when something has a... It's not a measure. It's not a weight. It's a... Um, uh, not depth. I legit- gravitas. <laughs> I legitimately don't know what you're trying to get to. <laughs> I, was, I was almost got to gravity, and then I was like, gravitas. I'm going to take away a little bit of that. If you know what's going on. Yes. So if you have ever had any inclination to watch A Silent Voice, which is now on Netflix, go check it out. Come back to us in a couple hours or tomorrow after you've seen it. Yeah. After you've done sobbing sobbing hysterically. You've got all your crying out. Yeah. (laughs) Come back and see what we had to say about it. Also, as a warning, like, actually bring a box of tissues with you. So, like, I knew about this movie for a long time. Yeah. When did it come out? It came out in 2016, okay. and notably came out, I believe, around the same time, if not the same weekend as Your Name. Oh. And kind of got 
paired together in as much as like, here are these two great anime movies yeah. that are both coming out at the same time. Mm-hmm. They are not the same thing, even at all, a little bit. No. But unfairly, I think because they were tethered together, when your name got deservedly all the shine that it did, Silent Voice kind of... Fell by the wayside. Fell by the wayside. But I had heard from anyone who had seen it, Silent Voice is great. And I knew a little bit about the plot, and I said, that is really interesting, and it strikes me as really the type of story that I only ever see in anime. Like, anime is the only type of... Anime is the only medium that tells stories like this. Anyway, it finally turned up on Netflix. It was opportune June. I said, well, it's not quite... You know, something we talked about before. If yeah. really this is more of a watcharama than an opportune June, but um, Hey, we have, we're on the cusp. We have so many concepts just swirling the around. There's going I mean, to be technically overlay. this is gonna come out in July. So we're on the cusp. We're already just like the shit's off the rails already. Um I basically said to Kate, I'm gonna watch this anyway. Would you like to also Do you wanna watch, watch this too and we'll talk about it? And like she said sure. So a silent voice the movie or Egakoi no Katachi or translated as the shape of voice. Yes. The movie. 2016 Japanese animated teen drama film produced by Kyoto Animation, directed by Naoko Yamada, and written by Reiko Yoshida, featuring character designs by Futoshi Nishia and music by Kensuke Ushio. It's based on the manga of the same name, written and illustrated by Yoshitoki Oima. The film premiered in Japan on September 17th, 2016, and worldwide between February and June 2017. Sorry, I don't have a brief synopsis here, so I will off the dome try to briefly synopsize it. It's basically the story about a boy named Shoya, who is living with the repercussions of his actions in grade school where he bullied a deaf girl named Shoko Mm -hmm. and his attempts to make that right, essentially, by redeeming himself, I guess. Trying to redeem himself for the bullying he perpetuated on this girl when they were in grade school and the relationship that develops between them and the people around them over the course of about, I guess, a year or so. About that, yeah. Um, I had heard it was a weepy fest. It is. I sent this to Caitlin <laughs> McKinnon, and I was like, so, you have a habit of watching things on the go bus. I do. On your way to do the show. I would not recommend doing that with this because feels. Yep. Lots of feels. Lots of feels. Um, and she did not. And then I immediately got a, a Facebook message that all cab said, the fucking trailer made me well up. Uh, yes, it did. So here you have people with differently abled people, which I mean, a deaf person in general, like when has that ever been featured in anything, let alone anime? Um, I'm trying to think. Marley Matlin. That's it. <laughs> I feel like there, there's something that I've seen. Actually, no. Mr. Holland's Opus, which came in handy, because there's one point, there's a wordless huh. scene where you don't quite understand what's going on, but I distinctly noticed Shoko made the sign for asshole. Amazing. Uh, which I recognize from Mr. Holland's Opus. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Because that was his tragedy, oh, Caitlin. There he was... W- Caitlin, that was his tragedy. He was a music teacher, but he had a deaf son. Wow. Wow. Um... There was that whole series, Canadian series, about the deaf cop. Never heard of it. And I cannot for the life of me remember what it is, but she had a really cute service dog. Okay. Yeah. I cried. Yeah, you did. At this movie. Like a baby, probably. Uh, Not like a baby. I'll talk in a bit about what scene actually did it. Um, I was soups impressed by this. 
greatly enjoyed it. Caitlin McKinnon. Yeah. What did you think of this movie? This movie was amazing. Yep. Um, so why don't you talk about the scene that made you cry? And I will talk to you about the surprise scene that made me cry. And then we can talk about getting bullied as kids because that's definitely <laughs> going to come up. We'll try. Well, my scene comes so later in the movie that maybe we'll. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the just things this movie does well. The fact that you have any empathy for Shoya by the end or even halfway through. Yeah. The fact that you believe he wants to be a better person. Yeah. After how reprehensible a little shit he is Ooh, as a child. Yeah. Is. If that's the director, the screenwriter, the voice actor, I don't know, but. This movie captures the general shittiness of elementary school children oh, yeah. to a degree that I don't know that I've seen in a very long time. Also, you never know how much you'll enjoy getting having someone get slapped <laughs> until you see this movie. As an anime, like just, ooh, the slaps are good in this one. Which, which one specifically? Um, I mean, when, when the mother slaps Shoya? Shoya. That one's a good one. Mm. Just out of nowhere. Just like walks right up and just slaps. You don't even think it's coming. You think she's going to grab her daughter, but then she just slaps him. It's great. Oh, and then uh, her also slapping. I can't remember the black haired girl's name. The, for the, the, the shitty. The yeah. shitty girl. The girl's stage When she shitty. slaps her too. I'm like, yes, all the slaps. This lady could just go <laughs> she, around slapping She people. slapped her back and yeah. I was like, what Whoa. the fuck? Um, um, and then. So basically, so what happens is. Um, Shoko is deaf. She comes to the school. She has a notebook yes. that she introduces herself to the class, as you do generally um, in Japanese classrooms when you were a transfer student. But she has a notebook, and it starts off, everybody is very accommodating, kind of. I mean, they're still shitty kids, so they're like, yeah. you're different. So, And can I, I just need to say a couple things. Hmm. Their teacher was super shitty. He's even shittier in the manga, apparently. Like, I've, I have, I've known about, because I've known about this movie, and the manga's yeah. been around for a long time, I've flipped through the manga occasionally, and I, th- I think it was after I saw the movie, I flipped through, or maybe before, it's the scene where, like, Shoya has talked to the teacher a few times and calls him out when he's getting, like, when it's all flipping back on him. Right. The teacher is extra shitty, basically admitting, like, yeah, yeah I know she's a pain in the ass. Like, yeah. Because that's basically what it comes down to. It's funny. Caitlin and I were talking about the, you know, the whole, you know, don't walk when you eat type thing in Japan. Yeah. So yeah. you might inconvenience somebody. That's ultimately the crux of why everybody starts to turn on Shoko is because, you know, she needs a little more attention because she can't fucking hear. Yeah. And, and, the, and the teacher's... That is inconveniencing oh, people. The teacher just like... he. He sets the tone, right? The teacher, the adult sets the tone. Mm. And he sets the tone, like, at the very first where she's introducing herself. But she can't hear that he's been, like... Oh, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. And she's just, like, standing there. And finally, he just, like, taps her on the shoulder. Um, I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. And he's just... He's awful. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Um, So then everybody starts to... Either talk shit at the at the least talk shit about her mm-hmm. and what a pain it is. Um, you know, there's a choir competition, which again in the manga I think plays a bigger part, um, yeah. and they can't compete because one of the slot you know it's supposed to be the whole class or something, and one of the spots taken by Shoko, and she can't you know sing yeah. properly. She can't hear the cues, et cetera, et cetera, which leads I think to a lot of the girls turning on her, mm-hmm. and then as 
shitty boys are want to do. Everything has wrestling terminology. Shoya knows he can get over with the class, be the superstar, by getting last by picking on the deaf girl. So it's like uh-huh. making a little bugle and screaming from behind her, knowing she can't hear him. Or yeah. when they discover she has hearing aids, which is ultimately the crux of what happens in the first act, because these assholes yank the hearing aids out of her ear. Yeah. To the point where she bleeds. So that's when I cried. Mm. That was the first time when I yeah, burst. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I burst into tears. Like, just couldn't contain it. just fucking it. snagging it. For like, it's it's like a montage, but it's like, over as you find out when finally the principal shows up, because yeah. her mom's complained, like 14 hearing aids or something. Yeah, like, something crazy. And they're just chucking them out of the window. And into like water. breaking them. Yeah. Um, throwing her notebook you know, her communication notebook into the water type of thing. Yeah. And, you know, the logic from their side is like, you know, we'll get it together, deaf girl. You're an inconvenient, you know, you better figure out, figure it out because you're making it harder for everyone else. It's just, and... Type of thing. And I'm like, it, this is probably a lot of a reflection on Japanese culture I as well. I think it's a Japan thing as well, yeah. Um, I but, mean, though, the thing about this movie and... I don't use this lightly. I really don't. This movie, for anyone who's been picked on as badly as I was, this movie's triggering. <laughs> like, there are scenes, like, the thing about the ripping the hearing aids, and there's some other things that are really, like, ooh, they go deep. So, ultimately, uh, the principal shows up, and it's like, so, yo, somebody's got a cop to this. Mm-hmm. Like, don't make, it, don't make it any harder on your parents. Again, don't, yeah. don't inconvenience anyone. Um, and to his credit, he was about to cop to it. He yeah. was raising his hand when the teacher is basically like, what are you fucking around for? Like, everyone knows it's you. Just raise yeah. your hand. And he tries to, like, be like, well, it wasn't just me. Like, this person did it. This person did it. And they all turn on him. Oh, I'm sorry. We talk a lot. Oh, well, we don't talk a lot about it, but it's come up the, like, white woman tears. <laughs> oh, that shit. When the, the light-haired blonde <laughs> Kawhi, girl starts... Kawhi is ultimate, ultimate white girl tears. Yeah. yeah, when she's crying, she's like, I would never do anything. But it wasn't even like, when a, you know, a villain is like, I would never do anything like that. It was like, I don't know why you would say How could you say that about, about me? me? Which you're like, dude, we just watched you spend weeks, like, harassing this poor girl. So Shoko transfers out to another school. Oh no, she stays for a bit yeah. because that's how you get the uh, the scene that the first scene I cried at, which was the fight. Yes, yeah. when he comes back into the classroom and sees her, because all she ever does, she does apologize. All she ever says is she apologizes because mm-hmm. it's all she knows how to do. She doesn't know. You know, she's fucking nine. She doesn't know how to navigate this. She's like, Somebody is mad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and. Just wants to be like friends with people. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, and this is kind of like a larger thing I have with the movie as a whole, because I did feel she was kind of cypherous for most of the movie. Her character I didn't think was super well defined. I'm yes. not going to go as far as to say like she just existed for Everybody him. Else, but... but I couldn't understand why she was so like, she's a saint, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, he has done tangible, awful shit to you, but you keep. She walks into the room after she has seen him write awful shit about her yeah. on the chalkboard and he spit some, you know, nine-year-old lies are like the the best because yeah. they're so terrible and so flagrant. Like, 
oh, I just saw somebody do this. Let me wipe it off for you. And she just like, you think she's going to like, I was waiting for her to like write some scandalous shit. And she just like scribbles arigato on, on the chalkboard. So he comes in and he sees her doing something to his desk and he's, you know, pissy because the whole class has turned on him and are you making him the scapegoat for anything that went wrong and he kind of like grabs her and roughs her up and it's when she like finally like i think she has spoken a little bit before that point and shouts to the voice actress i had to actually look it up because i don't know what a deaf japanese person would sound like right um but the actress who played her um can hear but when she finally screams like like, i'm doing the best i can like oh god you poor thing (laughs) caitlin's like welling up just as i say it like and they like they like fight like in a way that like nine-year-old kids would fight regardless of if you're you know two boys or two girls or a boy and a girl like it's a lot of like just manhandling of each other yeah and, like, like one person holding another person's arms down as they both struggle against each other and yeah. then she transfers out shortly thereafter and it's apparent that what she was doing was cleaning hateful messages off of his desk that apparently had been there every day he just never saw because she always cleaned them off his desk yeah um and that is where we find him he gets basically ostracized yeah. for the rest of his academic life i mean we didn't start with the important opening oh he's about to kill himself yeah <laughs> At the start of the movie. <laughs> just to really let you know what you're in for. Yeah. Just like, he gets all his affairs together. Yep. He sells his comic books. Sells his comic books, because as you find out, he's looking to replace the money. The, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. We know. We both oh. looked at this. Oh, there's a scene. So have to get the money to pay back his mother, because there's the, like... Yeah. The mom had to pay... Obviously, she took out the money to pay back for the hearing aids that he had There's like a real damaged. awful, heart-rending scene where the two moms are there, and you know, the... Shoko's mom is clearly given the vibe that she's been dealing with some bullshit yeah. from stupid children for a while. Um, <laughs> Shoya's mom is great. Yep. I love her. Um, but, and then, yeah, he's about to chuck himself off a bridge and the fireworks like distract him or something. And yeah. he loses his balance and he falls back onto the sidewalk. And why does he opt not to at that point? I can't remember. I think he just sort of like, it kind of snaps some sense into him. And maybe just gets the idea that, like, I need to make it right with yeah, her yeah. before anything else. Um, what did you think of the choice to use the X's on everyone's faces? I thought it was fine. To, I mean, to showcase his alienation from people. I thought it was fine. I like I like blurry faces more. Mm. Um, but if anything, like an Ikuhara trick of just like you know the silhouette people, yes, might have might have gone better. But then yeah. you couldn't get the thing where like his little his little friend. <laughs> Yeah. Who is awesome? Oh, <laughs> shows oh. up. Um, He's just the best. So yeah, basically, the scene Caitlin was talking about was it was again. Why is his mom awesome? So he doesn't kill himself. He goes home, wakes up the next day. Um, we meet his his niece, yes. who is giving Poco a run for the cutest anime character I have ever seen oh. in my fucking life. Always oh, close, man. Um, <laughs> and just chilling out, having some breakfast. Yeah, and his mom's like, so um. Why'd you try and kill yourself? Like really, like nonchalant. Really nonchalant. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, well, I've been going through some stuff," and she just fucking. <laughs> That's when she it. loses her mind. Yeah. With like, and she takes the money envelope. She's like, "You know, tell me you're not going to do this again, or has, I will burn this money." She literally has the flame up to the envelope. And how much is that? How much is that? Like over a thousand dollars? I think so. Yeah. Um, that he's like put together for all this. Stuff. It was six digits in yen, so like just yeah. move the decimal place over. A couple, okay. like. and just and then accidentally burns all the money. Burns all the money that he ever worked for that yep. he did to make things right. Yeah, 
Uh, which also was his mom's a hairstylist, which yeah. I loved. I yes. love that little detail. That was really cool. Um, and I love a couple of other things, just talking with the family. Mm. One, that his niece is mixed. Yep. And you never see the mom, his sister. Weird, weird choice. I feel, I, feel like the, I feel like his sister is uh, flipping through a manga. I feel like I saw his sister. So right. I thought that was an interesting choice to just like, which also, when you see like bare leg, I didn't know that was his sister telling him to go pick her up. Right. I thought that was his mom, okay. and I was like, "What's going on with his? Why is his mom weird?" Like, <laughs> but I guess his sister's just—I didn't know it was his sister. Um, and then the husband, who is a black man, is not out of the picture. He was just like busy for most of the movie, He's and military then, or something. I don't know. Yeah, explains who the random black guy was in the opening like childhood fun montage at the start of the yes, movie. Because when yes. you see a black dude show up, you're like, "Um, <laughs> yeah." But it was nice, and they didn't draw him racistly. Nope, which was also very nice. <laughs> it's so refreshing, Japan. Yeah, um, and it was just a nice little like, and the fact that the niece is just around is just amazing. Um, so yes, now you have Shoya. Um, he, I didn't picked this up at the time i read in the synopsis later he finds the old note her old notebook yeah in the which, river which seems unlikely but sure yeah or that it would be in any sort of state, state. after a decade underwater but, but hey it's magical realism whatever they can do whatever they want um so he tries to find her to give it back to her and just low-key start and she's way too chill about it oh yeah <laughs> so, so she does sorry. run away first <laughs> she's like Gah! and did you notice the callback to the bar no, I didn't. So when she first sees him after, the, like, when they're in high school now, and he first tries to give back the notebook, um, when she's hiding, she's holding on to a railing. Yes. And he grabs the railing, and that's why she knows he's there right. and looks up. Um, when she's at the end of the movie crying because she thinks something's happened to him and it's sort of, right, right. and he's coming out of the hospital. She's holding onto a bar, and he hits the bar. Oh, I didn't catch and that. And that's how she knows that he's there, and she looks up. Yeah, and this callback. Did you that one, too? What? Did you cried that one, too? No. <laughs> um, no. So basically then, for like the next, you know, hour or so, it's, uh, it's just him trying to like repair their relationship, because he's just actually trying to be like a better person. And like, yeah. And her sister, I really like her sister. Her sister was awesome, yes. Yep. Um, and she's like the sister is very like I don't think I don't know why you're doing this like stay yeah. away from her you've heard her enough already um, and then when the sister really does see that he's changed and trying his best um, and the mom is like you guys stay away from him and she's like we'll do whatever we want <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah basically there are some oh god what was the, what was the terrible scene for every moment you cry, there's a moment where you're just like, oh, in this movie, where it's like, he is starting to develop a friend group again, yes. which he never had. So he links up with another another loner loser I, at school. I don't know. When we say that, like, all the, the, the students in the class then turn on him, we mean, like, start picking on him. Oh, yeah. All the bullying turns on to him. Like, yeah. all of it Hardcore. from everybody. So he just sort of withdraws at that point. Yes. And he also gets a rep. Where when they get to high school, yeah, everyone from his class has spread the word that like he's a bully. He's a bully. He should stay away from him. Yeah, he's bad. bad news. Don't talk to him. Um, so he wants to. Um, I don't know why he wanted to find her. Her name was Now, I think. Um, the chick at the cat cafe, the dark haired oh. one who was initially. Oh no! First they find the girl who like volunteered to learn sign language, right? Yeah, because that's Sahara? what. Yes. 
right? Because it was an odd Japanese name I hadn't heard before, Sahara. Yeah. Um, who I did not know was a girl at the time until yeah. <laughs> until they like went to the girls' school and she was yeah. very tall in a kilt. Um, so yeah, he like wants to find all the people who like he just wants to reconnect her. I think with like people she was Shoko was friends with when yeah. they were in grade school. So first was Sahara, who she still talks to via text but hasn't seen in a number of years. Um, so they link up with her. He's got his little fellow loser loner friend that he links up with. Yeah, with the little poofy hair. Um, and then for some reason he thinks that this now girl who was the kind of her friend early on yeah. in grade school maybe just doesn't get how shitty she actually was I don't know yeah um, tries to find her to link link them up becomes clear very early on that this is a bad decision because she's she not a good is person terrible you just you know some people that from school even if you haven't seen them you know they've just gotten worse <laughs> she's like that and her ultimate dick move well she has two yeah um. The one is when he try he wants to get everybody to go to the theme park. Yeah. Great idea. So let everybody go to the theme park. Mm-hmm. And for some reason invites Oh no, she's just is she just there? She crashes, right? Oh, maybe she just crashes. I think she crashes. Um cuz she's got shit of her own that she hasn't processed yet and she's getting all pissy and fancy about cuz she's a terrible human being. And she's like, "Oh, show you. Let's go get some ice cream or something." Goes over to the ice cream stand where his grade school best friends who like threw him to the wolves yep, in grade school and high school. The guys who basically said, don't fuck with Shoya. He's an asshole. Yeah. Um, Shoya, who has no idea these guys are even working there. He just looks up and there they are. And I, I don't know what they say. Something shitty to him. I don't remember what, what it is. But. Yeah. So he's already spiraling from that. And then uh, now decides, oh, let's go ride the let's go. Shoko, come ride the Ferris wheel with me. And I'm like, oh, this is going to go well. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this is going to go awesome. Mercifully, all we have is just her talking shit to her because she knows she can't hear her. Um, but it's all filmed. So you hear her basically saying, I hate you. I never stopped hating you. I hated you in grade school and I hate you now. Um, Such a terrible human being. Terrible human being. And then uh, kind of get through that. Thing, things are nice. He kind of recommends things with their mom. Mm-hmm. Um, they drag him to her birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> which was kind of an awesome scene. Um and then there's like a festival, whatever, so, you know, the typical yep. summer festival type things. Shoko says she's going home to do homework. Yep. And Shoko's sister tells Shoya, like, oh, can you go back to the apartment and get my camera? I want to take photos of this. He says, sure. And he runs back to get it. Notices the lights are out. He's like, this is odd. He kind of calls out for Shoko and sees her uh, getting up on the balcony, ready to chuck herself off. Now, before doing this episode, <laughs> Jordan showed me one of the like live watch things. Supercuts. Supercuts, where it's a bunch of people watching the same scene. Because uh, that's a thing in our society, which is just weird enough as it is. But anyways, um, and there is a lovely black woman who says everything I'm thinking, which is, don't take off your fucking shoes. Don't worry about the fucking shoes. You better fucking save her. <laughs> Which is how I felt completely and utterly. I was like, you better fucking save her. Um, and for a long moment there, you think he hasn't. You think he hasn't, but <laughs> beautiful direction, beautiful set composition. He finally, you know, he's having his moment. You're already, you're already like, your nerves are fraught at oh, this. God, Jesus. He pulls her up onto the balcony. She gets onto the balcony, but just the way the weight is shifting, pulling her onto the balcony pulls him over the balcony. Yep. And then you're like, oh, he's died. This is his, like, this yeah. is what it, this is, this is, what's that movie that everyone was mad at the kid dying at the end? Oh, Lord, I don't pay know. it forward. Oh, right. Yeah. This is, this is a pay, the pay it forward. And, but he hits the river and you're like, oh, that's fine. And then you see blood 
pooling pooling up from under his shirt and it's like yeah. oh none of this is good right because if you hit water at a certain angle it's like may as well hit concrete over, yeah um they did an, the egg crack oh yeah that the, was that was nice the egg into the bowl oh man super cut with him like you know enjoying pancakes with his family um but i actually thought that was like when he moves off screen for a while yeah that's like you actually start to like get a sense of her like yes. a bit when he's off screen which leads to the moment where i fucking bawled like a baby which was when her mom rolled up and did the deep bow oh my to show his mom and then her sister oh came up <laughs> and they both did the deep bow i'm getting verklempt we're talking about that bow where you're oh. like literally your forehead is on the ground in front of you uh. like you're on your knees bending forward with your forehead on the ground it's like the like when you're real sorry you do that shit in Japan. And I was like, does <laughs> everybody get along and be okay, please? Uh, and again, <laughs> and again, now's there. Why is she there? I don't know. Yeah. But she decides she's going to be a bitch and not let Shoko see, not let Shoko see Shoya. Yeah. Because, sure. Um, I also didn't trust that redhead dude. The only criticism I've seen about this movie is yeah. from manga readers who have been like, all the side characters got short shrift, which is to be expected. It's yeah, two, it's a... You took like an eight-volume manga and yeah. put it down to two hours. Though I might actually now read a manga. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently, now's feelings for Shoya are kind of implied, but glossed over yeah. a bit in the manga. And the red-haired dude who's just kind of like... When does he snap on everybody? Is after the amusement park? I think so. Where he starts to really re re go back into him, you know, regress. Yes. Into himself, and they're like trying to sort out everything that happened at the amusement park, and he just fucking goes off on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this this red haired guy's like, "Well, come on now." He's like, "Outsiders aren't a part of this." Damn, son. Um. So yes, uh, ultimately they don't kiss. <laughs> no, thank God. Which was nice. I don't know if they kiss in the manga or not. I flipped through the last one. I didn't see him kiss. Um, I just wanted them to be a friendship. They clearly care for each other deeply, but um, oh, and I cry at the end. Obviously, where he oh, just yeah. he just breaks down at the school. Everybody goes to a school festival, and everybody's getting along, and you see all the exes like fall away from people's faces as he also confetti out of nowhere. But that's fine. It's magical <laughs> realism. That's they fine. can do anything they want. Um, as he just sobs, realizing he's has people around him now in a family and funniest scene hmm. um first of all uh short friend who's like we're best friends now yeah. uh amazing all the comic relief i needed um great scene where uh shoku's sister has finally like she's just revealed that she's her sister yes and not a boy. Oh, right. And, and his friend is all like ponying up to her. And well, he's got his like arm around. He's like, you know what? You're not a bad kid, dude. And his friend's like, actually, that is a girl. And he just. He was immediately <laughs> like, like 15 feet away from her. Yeah. Like in the bat of an eye. He's like, I knew that. <laughs> Which was very funny, I thought. Um, yeah. But I loved his friend. I love that his friend like demanded that they be friends because I know what that's like, Jordan. Because I demanded that we be friends. Wow. Jordan didn't want to be my friend. I never, that was <laughs> never a thing, you asshole. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It was stunning, like, to watch. Kyoto Animation got a rep for being 
some of the best in the game. And Did, has Kyoto Animation come up before? I don't know what else they have done. I feel like they have. I feel like there was something else we watched, and I was like, it was stunning. And you said Kyoto Animation has had a rap for anything's <laughs> beautiful. Um, what are they known for? They did Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Violet Evergarden. It was Violet Evergarden. Possibly. Because that is beautiful. I mean that... Even though it's complicated. That kind of Toru fight from Dragon Maid. It's really... Oh, yeah, that was really good. All you need in your life. Yeah. Um, they've done other ones that they did a lot of the Haruhi Suzumiya stuff, K-On. Oh, and Abs the Anime. What, the anime? <laughs> abs the anime, which is uh, oh. free, which is the swimming anime, which is just dudes and abs. Right. <laughs> but they're also too skinny. They really are. And they have no nipples. Which, weird. Give people nipples. <laughs> give people nipples. Yeah. Um, free yes. the pee and give people nipples. This movie is amazing. Um, the fact that they actually... I, I don't imagine animating sign language is easy to do. Right. And make it look good. Well, they but did it very well. They did it very well. Um, and I was not disappointed with this at all. It is a nine for me. It's a nine for me, too. Oh, I like it when we give things nines <laughs> together. Together. Yeah, or when we both hate something, like Winona So Earp. much. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, ah. I think that was the first year we did August Watcherama. It was. We were both kind of amped for that show, too. Yeah. No. Then it was terrible. It was terrible. A Silent Voice is on your Netflix. It's just sitting there. Just sitting. It's like, come on, y'all. You can even download it. Check me out. Download it and watch it on the train. Bring Kleenex with you. All the Kleenex. All the Kleenex. I'm joking, y'all. You won't cry at this movie. And people will look at you weird because you will be like doing big sobs. Like, (laughs) 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 blowing your nose a lot. (laughs) Just like that. Yeah. Friends, this is where we leave you. It's real hot. <laughs> both both for this episode and for the month. Yeah. Because also, it's real hot. It is real hot. As we did last year, we are going to take a break for the month of July. We will return on... Oh, I had it written down. You had it. August 3rd? No, no. Uh, August 6th. August 6th. For the start of August Watcherama. Patrons, you will get something in the month of July. Possibly yeah. two things. I don't know. I, I desperately want to slap a microphone in front of Mr. Malosh and I think you should. I think you should do a best friend episode. <laughs> and then I can do a best friend episode with Ren. Oh, there we go. Best friends. Best friends. It's expanded the, the Geek Down expanded universe. I mean, whenever I say best friends, I have three. So people are like, that's not how best friends work. And I'm like, shut up. It is. Yeah. I don't really have best friends. I just tell everybody everything. <laughs> you tell everybody everything? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Hashtag no filter. What? It's true. Is that what your horoscope said? <laughs> so Libra, am I right? So Libra. So Libra. Yeah, I'm such a Virgo. Oh my God. Yeah. My son is rising in Capricorn. I hope not. It's too hot in here. <laughs> so we'll be back with you on August 6th. But you will still have things here and there throughout the month of July. Uh, I may actually get time to do a mix again. Oh. What's that, y'all? You want to hear that shit I can't put? I can't put on Spotify because do- I can't pull from Spotify because it doesn't exist? Yeah, they do. I'll give you some of them deep cuts. Some of them records that I keep buying that I can't tell. You want to know what them records sound like? I'll let you know. 
And then you can tell him that he needs to move them from out of our space. Our space is fine. How is this even near you right now? I'm just slowly encroaching. It's, it's making me panicky. I could encroach more. Panicky. I, move. I got some shit down here. I could do move. not. You do, don't you dare. <laughs> so, friends, we hope you enjoy your summer. You stay safe. You stay cool. Yes. Most importantly, you stay hydrated. Most importantly, they listen to the show. Just go back. Start from the beginning. Yeah. Summer reruns. While you're in the hammock, just... Just let it play. It's like we never left. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about things that are like three years old, but right? never left. It's not like any of these are real, you know, time-sensitive <laughs> podcasts you need to get to. It's true. I mean, we say hot takes, but we mean like us giving you hot takes. The thing itself is not a hot take. The hottest take of 1997. <laughs> 1995, when magic was alive. <laughs> the best song I ever wrote in 94. <laughs> uh... <laughs> The deepest of deep cuts. Friends, we will miss you. We'll be back on August 6th. Take care of yourselves. Get at us any way you feel on socials at Geek Down Pod. Get Twitter. We'll still be kicking around there. I'm sure there will be but. many things I will want to share with you, not the least of which will be when the free 11 poll 9th anniversary tickets for Love Life School Idol Festival come out. Sure. Keep you up to date on all my uber rare polls. Did my eyes glaze over? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I felt it, but I wasn't sure if you could see it from Is there. Is this visible? Yes. <laughs> That's where we will be. Friends, we will miss you. We hope you'll miss us, but we will see you before you know it. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gasser. And we hope you will come back and listen to us in August. Bye. Bye. What we talked right, about right, mashing right. the pad, Caitlin. Sorry. It should click. It should click. It's for lax banana hands. <laughs> what the fuck is banana hands? You. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it because my fingers are so fat? <laughs> you seen the finesse? Just, just tap. Except it took a long time. Because I was mashing it. Yeah. Because I was tried that it didn't work because all it needs is a tap (laughs) fuck you (laughs) every time I get one it gives me every time I get capture one on mic there's like a little heart that like appears (laughs) on the right hand side I'm rejuvenated (laughs)